Hello, welcome, and you are listening to UCLA Radio. This is the Deep End Theory with Bitwise and Malik. You still going by Malik? Yep. And today we have another special edition of the show with Micah from Understated. Yo. Who joined us back in, what was that, November, I think? Yes, it was. Yeah, November for Understated 001. This time you're here for Understated 003. Um, so what do you want to tell us about the event? Um, well, this one is going to be a lot different musically than the other ones. Um, in the past, is there's a little bit of buzzing, is that? Yeah, cool? it's normal. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the past, we've done, you know, a little bit of techno, a little bit of tech house, some Dirty Bird bass, some Desert Heart vibes. Uh, but this is the first time that we're doing a night of just straight proper house music, which is originally was kind of what the vision was. Um, so we're really excited about this one. Uh, we got Durante playing, who, you know, we're all big fans of him. And then we got Masha from uh, Dig Deeper. And we got Rambo V, um, Michael from La Faire Music Hall, and then myself and Mike Frazier. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be great. We got a really special guest. We can't say who it is, but of course. it's going to be a good one. So why don't you tell everyone who the special guest was last time? Because I was very surprised it last was. time well we actually ended up with two special guests last time which was really cool um but the the main special guest was uh wood holly um but then you know i stepped out in front for a second to deal with the situation at the door and i walked in and i saw billy kenny on the decks with fritz carlton and, yeah. and that was just you know a really great surprise for me because you know we wanted to get billy as our special guest but his agent actually said no Really? So you guys yeah. didn't even know that that was going to so happen? So we did not know that it was going to happen, no. awesome. I mean, uh, Fritz is a good buddy of his, so, you know, he told us to put him on the list, so we knew he'd be there, but, you know, it was a really great surprise for all of us. That's awesome. That, like, um, so it sounds like it'll be mostly geared towards house. Are there any other improvements? It's at the same venue, I assume, for those of you that have been there before. Yeah, you can't really talk the about address. it. Don't yeah, say the address. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, a, it's at the usual spot. Okay, um, cool. We are going to be having uh, projector visuals this time for the first time. Very excited about that. Um, thanks to David Gao, who's our designer. He does all our graphics and videos. Yeah, Valid and I actually met him last weekend at uh, a little EDMC, like the EDM club on campus. We had a little uh, boiler room kind of party, and oh, he mixed awesome. there. Yeah. Oh, he did? How did he do? He actually did good. He said he had only been mixing for like, Two weeks or a month or something. That's awesome. Yeah, he's been learning how to do it. Yeah, but you know, he, he's we've been uh, having little jam sessions at his place every now and then. Yeah, I mean, that, he was way better than I was yeah. anticipating. I don't know. What did you think? I'm, I was impressed. Yeah, it was actually yeah. a lot better than I was expecting. Considering he, you actually told me that he started mixing a week ago or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, he was asking it. me about all the buttons on the XCJRX and stuff. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah. I was like, oh god. <laughs> he basically but, EQ mixed his way out of. A, a really good set, basically. Yeah, that's and dope. it was pretty surprising. Um, but so David, yeah. he's handling. Is he doing the V DJ? Um, he's actually creating the content ahead of time, so he's not going to be um, proper VJing, but he's going to be kind of toggling oh, okay. a few that's different things back and forth. Yeah. yeah, VJing would be when you have controls for the lightings and different things to trigger. Yeah, and projector clips and all that stuff. Is that something you guys are one day hoping to get in? Yeah, if into? we when we're at a bigger space. That has, yeah, a, that makes a, you know, because you need a booth and everything to do that. Yeah. And it's just, it's, you need a lot of equipment as well. Yeah. So we're, we're building up slowly. 
Did he do that clip for uh, 001? That uh, one? Okay. No, no, he one? didn't. He actually didn't do that one. That was a guy named uh, Pixel Face. Oh, uh, yeah, Pixel Face. Right, yeah. yeah. I follow him on Instagram now. Yeah. His so Instagram's really dope. Yeah, he um, he's a really cool guy. Also, um, we worked with him that once, but then we learned that David was able to do all that stuff, and we decided it was probably better to just keep it all in house. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and David's fucking always kills it. And David, giving you a shout out right now. <laughs> You're listening. I love you. Uh, so, like, how did you get started with electronic music, personally? Uh, like, what's your backstory, oh, and like, what uh, what got you started? Uh, it was 2009. Um, you know, I my I had a roommate all year who was trying to get me to go to raves with him, and I was like, no, I don't like, I don't fuck with that shit. I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that. And then. Uh, and I started dating this girl who was like, if you want to date me, like, you have to come with me to EDC. <laughs> so I was like, okay. <laughs> but, so, like, we all went to that together, and it was just, it was really dope. I first walked in and saw Cascade playing this, as the sun went down behind him and just instantly fell in love with the culture. And then over the years, I, you know, I, my tastes evolved a little bit. I moved away from, like, trance and big room house, more into kind of deep, soulful stuff. A little bit of techno and just also listening to more disco, funk, soul. Now I'm kind of just, you know, the focus for so long was just electronic music in its purest forms. And now I'm trying to take in a little bit more outside of that. Okay, word. Word. So can you kind of explain to everyone, like, what your arrangement is with uh, Frasier? Because I, I, my understanding is you guys both have solo careers but you also have a duo yeah yeah a lot of people and have been asking us about yeah it. um so i mean we started like years ago as we started djing and producing music together under the name sunset groove you know it took us a long time to really figure out what we wanted to do but we kind of had this vision of like you know a collection of influences and a sound that we wanted to make um, but it never it never fully came together in the way we wanted it to i mean we played a lot of great gigs and we put out some cool records but, you know, and it felt like it was kind of limiting because, like, you know, mainly we were just getting asked to do, like, summer mixes and pool party tracks and things like that. Um, so once we started throwing these understated parties, we decided to rebrand as Fraser Smith. Um, and uh, so we started doing that so that we, so that we could kind of just not be tied to a sound that we had been making for so long that we could just experiment a little more. Um, and so at that point, I was taking a little break from DJing. So I was just working on some of the tunes in the studio, and Fraser was playing all the gigs. Um, and then we just kind of decided that it was really just holding us back being paired like that. And it would be better for us to just focus on our own things and keep Fraser Smith as a side project. Okay. So we, yeah, so we have actually have a single coming out as Fraser Smith in the next couple months. Uh, you guys will be hearing it at Understated. Um, but. For now, Fraser Smith is going to be more of like a side project. Occasionally, we'll play it back to back together, but for the most part, we kind of want to just do our own things, and our visions are not always in line. Who would you consider to be your dream headliner? Oof. Um, I would say Carrie Chandler. Carrie Chandler. Yeah, maybe Mark Farina, but. Can you give some background about those? Uh, yeah, I'm why? not too into uh Okay. Um also Mark Farina is my favorite DJ. Um you know, a lot of the I'm really into that San Francisco sound. Um it's actually the same scene that like Cascade came out of. Yeah. 
Um, uh, is he under a particular label? Um, well, he has. Uh, I don't know who he's with now, but um, he was on. He came up on Ohm Records during kind of the glory days, along with Cascade and you know Chuck Love and JJ and all those guys. Um, and then Cascade kind of got you know big room, more big room, and stepped away from that. And Farina did like what he's best known for is the Mushroom Jazz mixtapes. Okay. Um, but the mushroom jazz mixtape. Yeah, it was just like an awesome name. Yeah, it was. It's just him, like, <laughs> what like is that jazz. So it's like, well, this like in the '90s, in early 2000s, he would record these tapes. It was just, you know, he would play like jazz and soul and funk and hip hop records and just like scratch and cut them. Um, yeah, it was just, it's just really cool. It's like really trippy, like chilled out. Yeah, I can imagine. Kind of hip hop beats with jazz with jazz instruments and yeah, it's really cool. So nice. So I would, I mean, my dream booking would maybe be like Mark Farina, you know, six hour set where he could cover, <laughs> where he could cover, you know, a little bit of house, a little bit of disco, a little bit of mushroom jazz. And, but if it was just like for a headlining set, then Kerry Chandler, he's like you now one of the legend, one of the legends from the New York, like glory days of the nineties. Um, and he's just, I don't know. I mean, he doesn't really play in LA. I don't know about I don't know if I've ever seen him on a lineup, at least not. We're not in a long time. I don't think I have. Um, But yeah, he's just, you know, he made some of my favorite tunes and he's really, you know, one of of the kings. Yeah. Take your back. Yeah. So just for some basics, because I don't think everyone listening has been to a warehouse party or knows really what a warehouse party is. Can you just give the listeners a quick rundown? I try to do this every time because we got to. Initiate new people to the to the experience, you know. Um, Well, I'm gonna say first and foremost, like the number one most important thing is please don't drive. Um, A because we don't want people drinking and driving, but B because we don't want to like call too much attention to the space. Uh, And I'll just leave it at that. But you know, it's not it's not like anything shady or seedy or anything. It's just you know the space we use is a loft in the warehouse district. Um, it's got a little bit more of a homey feel than you usually would see at a warehouse party, but I mean, it, essentially a warehouse party is exactly what it sounds like, you know, a party in a warehouse. Um, you know, we're going to be going pretty late. Um, I'll be playing the sunrise set from six to seven actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then, um, I've never, we've never lasted that long. Uh, at the <laughs> well, hopefully the music will be <laughs> good enough to keep you out there. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's it's a really different kind of vibe at six in the morning. You know, when there's yeah, only yeah, 50, I could see when that. there's only fifty people left, you know, everybody who's there is like really just there for the music. Yeah. You know, they're not there to like, you know, be seen or like interact with. It's like it's just about the dancing at that point, and it's you know you have this connection that you the, between the DJ and the dancer. Um, you know, and you have to kind of it gets also a challenge as a DJ playing that late set because. You have to play something that's still energetic enough to make people dance and not leave, but yep. not so heavy that it like yeah. hurts people's ears because they've been dancing all night. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the warehouse scene is like definitely something if you're in LA that you need to experience. Yeah. And um, I would highly recommend anyone listening that hasn't been to check it out. Yeah, I mean, the warehouse party, you don't get any of that bullshit that you get in Hollywood or at the clubs with this kind of VIP bottle service culture where you got these, everybody just kind of thinks they're better than everyone else. And it's just kind of like a who's who, like the parties that we do, like, it's just, it's all about the music and everybody coming together, you know, just to be with each other and to, 
connect over something that they have in common. Cool. So you went to UCLA, right? Yes, Correct. sir. So just totally off topic, but if you could teach any class at UCLA, what class would it be? And it doesn't have to be a class that currently exists. It could be any, any class you want. Like, this is um, Professor Micah's class. What is he teaching, and what is the class about? Um, you know what? I think that... Oh, man, that's a tricky one. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I would say maybe I would teach a class about P-Funk. Um, I wrote, like, a, a paper about it, about P-Funk, when I was in... Um, in my last year of school um and i elaborate i went into like exploring kind of some of like the race and socioeconomic issues that went into the way that music was made and created and marketed um and i'd like to have a class uh about a little more of that uh, for those that don't know p-funk that's like parliament funkadelic yeah. and george clinton yeah george, yeah um but i would really like to look in just do a more in-depth analysis of the aesthetic and the culture that they created because they've They've permeated into really all styles of music, you know, disco, hip hop, yeah, electronic, super influential. even rock. I think they were at the Heineken house at Coachella, actually. Yeah. Weekend one, at least. Yeah, I, I heard that. I saw that on the lineup. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't get a chance to go out to Coachella, but I saw them. Uh, I saw them at the Hollywood Bowl last summer. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, they're. Uh, yeah, they're super influential. I remember my brother like listening to them when he was. In, I think that was the first concert he went to and he went with like my parents that's dope <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean my motor booty affair like that's my shit <laughs> yeah it's good stuff um I have a question so we've seen you guys grow uh since I don't know what six months ago from yeah. understated 001 and now so you had a 0023 yeah. where do you guys hope to see yourselves in another six months um so in another six months, uh, by then, you know, if, if all goes according to plan, the record label will be launched. Um, that's kind of like the next move. Um, we're still kind of figuring out when and how we want to do that. But, um, but we got the first two singles ready, and they sound fucking amazing. <laughs> we got, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of this kid, Mike Von Gold, um, He's like a buddy of ours uh, from Germany, and he's been he's been really killing it. He's got just been holed up in the studio, you know, the past year, like really perfecting his craft. He's a young, you know, young kid. He's just twenty one or twenty two years old. Um, but yeah, we got this. Uh, we got a tune from him, and then the second one will be myself and Fraser. And um, you know, you'll hear that one on nice this Friday, cool. um, and then six months from now so we'll hopefully have the label out hopefully have our clothing line out and then um should the clothing be line this is yeah. news so we're gonna well, we're just gonna start with a merch line but eventually we want to also just sell clothing that's not even necessarily branded with our with our with our name on it okay, um, just based on the designs of our merch that we do because we want to have we want people to look cool <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> like <laughs> That's important to us. <laughs> <laughs> Especially at a warehouse party. The, yeah. The attire is very interesting. Exactly. People go all out in every way imaginable. Yeah. It's, I mean, we don't want to say, you know, you have to dress a certain way or anything, you know, but we <laughs> want people to just come and be themselves however they want to be doing that. Um, and then we're going to be doing something pretty big for our one-year anniversary, which will be about six months from now. Um, 
moving into a much bigger space um you know, oh, bringing word. out some yeah <laughs> nice some bigger some bigger names but probably most of them unannounced so it'll be you know a night of some people that you're never gonna see at a warehouse again all right so, uh, uh, down <laughs> i'm yeah. gonna hold you to that <laughs> <laughs> any uh like pool parties or anything planned like during the day or yeah, we'd like to. Um, like, I think pool parties are a little tough because yeah, we have you need a, a pool venue, which is yeah, we have a good venue. Um, we've just been kind of focusing on everything for the label and for getting these parties all together, um, and actually specifically this one. Um, I'm just gonna say that the lineup that we put together for this one w- required a lot of effort and back and forth, and it was. We didn't know what we were going to get until, you know, a couple of weeks before. So we would have liked to have set up a pool party by now or, you know, have one on the schedule. But all, all our efforts were focused on to making this lineup. And, you know, it's that's a better be, strategy. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as this party is over, we're going to be looking at setting, picking a date for 004, which will be um, our label launch party. And then after that, probably a monthly event of some sort oh. ideally we'd like to do our main warehouse series every month but we might we'll see sounds like uh you got a lot of stuff planned yeah a lot of stuff on the yeah. come up yeah but we have a great we've put together a really great team of people um and everybody you know everybody has a job that they're in charge of that they do really well how big is your team uh there's six of us Damn. I think we know all of them. Yeah, I think you guys have met the whole the whole squad because Mike and Zach came in, and then you guys know Andrew and Manglin. Yeah, and McKenna, you met. And now we party. know David. Yeah, David. Well, actually, no, you know seven now. That, yeah, seven. Damn. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. For there was a minute where we, where David wasn't sure if he was gonna how you know how much time he was gonna be able to spend because he was living up in SF, and then he ended up getting a job down here, and now he's you know now he's part of the team. Cool. Um, so Mike is actually gonna live mix this time. Um, so you want to get started with that? Got any? Yes, sir. And we'll be back afterwards to have some, uh, closing words. But other than that, uh, enjoy the mix. Peace. Peace.
Welcome back. You're listening to UCLA Radio. We hope you enjoyed that guest mix from Micah. And really the understated crew, I guess, by extension. Yeah. Um, so again, details. The party is this Friday. You can find information at their Facebook, which is Understated LA. Yeah, that's right. And then the SoundCloud as well is the same thing. So SoundCloud.com. And Instagram. And Instagram as well. Yeah. Um, We're going to be rolling out some ticket giveaways over the next few days as well. Um, we got one on Jukely that's live right now, and then we're going to do one through a few different brands in the scene. Um, okay, we'll have information for that on our socials tomorrow. Yeah, there might be one on UCLA Radio as well. I'm still... We're still working on trying to set that up, but Hell yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else? I mean, seriously, if you guys have never been to a warehouse party, I would highly yeah. recommend it. Come and party with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. And given That's that all they're... I can really say. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, given that they're a special yeah. guest last time, one of them was Billy Kenny. I mean, who knows what will happen this time. We'll... Yeah. You have to go to find out. Yeah, you have to be there. This is, you know, someone you don't want to miss. And I'm going to leave it at that. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, cool. Thank, well, thank you so much for having me on the yeah, air. Yeah, thank you for coming. Really appreciate the opportunity. And I'm sure we'll do this again for 004. You yeah. guys are always welcome. All right. Cool. Thank you. <laughs>